Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simin Reish Samach Aleph, in the middle of Halacha Bay, section 261. We are in the middle of the second Halacha. We have been discussing activities that are permitted during Bein Hashemashas, during twilight, on Friday evening, um, because they are for the sake of a mitzvah, or they are something that is very uh, pressing or taxing matter, that is something that is, is forbidden as a shvus, which are activities forbidden by rabbinic law because either they resemble forbidden labors or they might lead one to commit a forbidden labor. Um, so in this case, where it's a doubt whether or not it is night, so these activities would be uh, permitted. And we gave some examples. Continuing the Allah, additionally, during Ben Hashemashas, it's permitted to tell a non-Jew to kindle a lamp that is necessary for Shabbos. Let's say there's no light in the room, which would force the inhabitants to sit in the dark, which would take away and detract from the peace and tranquility of Shabbos. So this is called the Tzedek Mitzvah. This is necessary for the sake of a mitzvah. And somebody could tell a non-Jew to, to light up a candle. It's also permitted, Ben Ashmashes, to tell a non-Jew to kindle a yard site lamp commemorating the passing of one's father or mother. Since people at large are conscientious to observe this custom, be, be very careful about it, of lighting a yard site candle, its practice is considered a matter of great necessity. For our sages did not institute a decree concerning any case of great need that would cause a person anguish if he did not carry it out, even though it is not at all necessary for Shabbos. Similarly, in a case where a substantial loss, loss is involved, the said Merubah, the sages did not institute a decree concerning activities involving a shuvos, which we explained earlier what that is. It is, however, forbidden to establish a eruve tchumen, which is a halachic construct enabling a person to extend the 2,000 cubit distance, which is approximately a kilometer, that he is allowed to walk beyond the city's Shabbos limits. So by employing an Erev Tchumen that allows a person to walk an additional 2,000 cubits. Yeah, and, and, and his Kunshu Zachad Al-Tarebbe explains that establishing an Erev Tchumen is more severe than establishing an Erev Chatzedis, which he said is allowed. And the reason that he's about to explain why is because establishing an Erev Tchumen is equivalent to formalizing an acquisition. Okay. It is, however, forbidden to establish an Erev Tchumen during Ben Hashemashas, even for the sake of of a mitzvah, even if uh, it is of great necessity, and even if a substantial loss is involved, for the reason to be explained in Simon Tuf Tesvav, section 415, which is not extant in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. Now, it appears that the Alter Rebbe is referring to the rationale given by Rashi, um, so which we'll, we'll, we'll bring shortly. Moreover, by establishing an Erev Tchumen, a person acquires the place where he positions the Erev as his location for Shabbos. And this is, This resembles formalizing an acquisition by performing an act of contract on Shabbos and license to formalize an acquisition on Shabbos was not granted even by Nashmashas for the sake of a mitzvah and even when a substantial loss was involved. So just to explain, according to Jewish law, according to Allah, a transfer of both land and movable property is not brought about by a verbal agreement, and in many cases, not even by the payment of money. Instead, a kinyan, a binding act of contract, must be carried out to formalize the acquisition. Okay. Um, 
continuing the halacha, the reason why this is not allowed, a aid of tchumen, is because this shvus, which is to formalize an acquisition, is more severe than other acts prohibited as shvusim, because this prohibition is, is, is said very clearly and explicitly in Scripture. It says it in Nehemiah. And there, Scripture relates that transactions involving various products were being carried out openly in the marketplaces of Jerusalem on Shabbos. And Nehemiah severely rebuked the people for such conduct. Like it says, I warned them on the day they sold provisions and I said to them, what is this evil thing that you are doing profaning the Shabbos day? Okay. Concluding, Nevertheless, if one transgressed and established Nerev Tuchumen, even if one did so for one's personal purposes, in other words, it was not for the sake of a mitzvah, still the Eidav is effective, as will be stated in section 415. Why? Since the prohibition against going beyond one's 2,000 cubit, uh, cubit Shabbos limits is a rabbinic ordinance, and there is a doubt whether Ben Hashemash is Shabbos or not, so we follow the principle. When there is a doubt regarding a rabbinic ordinance, we rule leniently. Hence, although initially stringency is required for the reasons explained above, after the fact, but the avid leniency is granted. This concludes Allah Chabez and today's share.